It's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new life for me, yeah. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new life for me. And I'm feeling good. Howdy, y'all. This is uh, Pick and Pop. My name is Zach Head. My name is Garth Agraja. And we're here. This is our um, fourth and final season. Uh, we've been doing this for a few years. Inconsistent, we uh, we will admit. Um, but we have been doing this for four years now. Um, and so uh, heading into our final season, we're changing it up a little bit. We're going to get back to actually doing a little bit of pop culture. We didn't really do that last season. Um, and in doing that, we're going to post both of them separately. So if you're more interested in um, us talking about movies, um, books. Books, music, whatever. That's the same stuff we always talk about. Um, you can just listen to that podcast without uh, slogging through all the basketball stuff. Um, the other thing we're really trying to make a concerted effort to do this year is um, really avoid recapping. Uh, we're going to dive right into analysis. Uh, we, we assume all of y'all are pretty big basketball fans if you're listening to this. Um, so, yeah, thanks for sticking with us. And if you're new, um, welcome. Yeah, so like you said, we're done with the recaps. We're going to just go full in on our gimmicks and our just weird goof stuff. And what better way to start season four than with our newest segment, Kyrie's Conspiracy Corner of the Earth. That's where we recap Kyrie's summer. Yes. So, well, actually better than recapping Kyrie's summer. This is when I just go into a deep dive on what just happened with the Kyrie Irving trade and what should have happened. All right, so we know... Everybody knows the trade. It was Kyrie for... Oh, recap. You're recapping, Nice. All right, cool. I can just get right into it. It's going to be a new habit to get used to. I'm going to buzz you. Yeah. I think Kobe Altman had the perfect opportunity to get his name out on the streets and say, yo, I'm a BSD. Like, you can't mess with me. I'm the new guy on the block. So, he had Danny Ainge over the barrel. Whenever he accepted the trade in publicly, it was all accepted. You know, Kyrie, Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, the Brooklyn pick, and then Zizic, who I think people are sleeping on, if you ask me. Zizic is going to be a fine borderline starter in six years. Yeah, it's like he's a 15-minute big. Burn some... You know, burn yeah, some big they, minutes. They don't have any kind of big like that either. Yeah. It's a nice change of pace. Yeah, all right. So it's all accepted. Danny Ainge looks like the devil because he traded Isaiah Thomas right after Isaiah just finished playing. It's a rough look, for the sure. The night after his sister died, he put his entire heart out on the court, and Danny ended up flipping him. Also took Boston to a one seed. Yeah. Right? That was a team and that should have been – everyone probably came into the season saying, what, they were a three, four, five seed? Um, and it really just took him to the next level. Isaiah Thomas is always and will be will always be one of the greatest stories of these last few years. Yeah, uh, last pick in the draft to king of the fourth, all-star, all-NBA player. You don't need to well, recap Isaiah. Dude, I just want to – I just want to <laughs> let the man – I, I want to – he, he got shafted this summer. I, I'm a little buzz happy. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Let me show him some love. I feel that. Um, so it's it's in. It's done publicly. All of a sudden, you hear it. You know, hey, Cavs are worried about Isaiah's hip. Maybe we want a little bit more. This is what I think should. Okay, in my dream world, this what is what should have happened. Kobe Allman made the trade knowing that Isaiah had the bad hip. Everybody knew that. Boston knew that. You take it. You're not sure exactly how bad till your doctors get it. All that stuff, right? You're banking on it being. Your doctor's saying it's worse than it is. Even if it's not worse than it is, you say it's worse than what you were told. Why do you say that? Because it gives you leverage. And quote from The Art of the Deal, leverage. Don't make deals without it. We don't We don't endorse The Art of the Deal. It's, it's fake. Then uh, how about we endorse this? It is better to be feared than to be loved. Machiavelli's the prince. 
This is when Kobe Altman comes through and shows everybody who the new kid on the block is. You say, we want the Memphis pick. No, no, actually, this is what you really do. You start leaking, we want Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum or this trade Which off. is what they did. Yeah, yeah, which is perfect. That's exactly what you do. You set these obscenely high expectations. So when you ask what you really want, boom. Well, the thing is that Grizzlies pick is probably going to come in as a top seven pick. The, the Grizzlies pick is really nice, and that's what I think they should have pushed for. So what's what's Danny Ainge? So you say, we want more or else the trade's done. But this is the key. You leak it so it sounds like Dan Gilbert wants more. And you just keep constantly leaking that Dan Gilbert's going to pull the plug on the trade. Like, Kobe Altman's good with the trade, but Dan Gilbert's going to pull the plug. Here's the thing. Kobe Altman's not good with the trade. He wants more. That's what a, a true prince in the NBA does. So you keep leaking like Dan Gilbert wants Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum where this deal's off. What what's what's Danny Ainge gonna say? Like, oh, okay, cool. We're gonna take up we're gonna take back a pissed off Isaiah who has zero trade value now because you just said that he's too injured to play this season. And Jay Crowder might commit a homicide on Gordon Hayward in the locker room before the season even starts. Uh, no, you can't. It's done. You have him over the barrel. So you keep, you do all these leaks. You make Kobe Allman look like the good guy who's like, Danny, I want this deal to be done. You know I want it done. My, my nuclear madman. This is why you always want to have a madman theory with your owner. My madman owner, he's going he's gonna to blow up this trade. Like, this is not happening. You're going to have to deal with Isaiah, and we're going to have to deal with Kyrie coming back and maybe not even going to training camp. Like, we need to get this done. Give me the Memphis pick. Give me the Memphis pick. See, I think that's great in theory. It works great in 2K, uh, except they wouldn't do that in 2K. They wouldn't let you trade him because he's injured. Um, Which is BS. It is. But two things. First, um, Kobe Altman, this is his first deal, the first big move, really the first move he's made as a as the Cavs GM. Um, and I think to try and really hold probably the most seasoned GM in the NBA, Danny Ainge, over a barrel, as you say, like that, uh, terrible look around the league. That gets out. No one wants to do a deal with you. The Cavs front office is already in such turmoil. Players hear about that as well, and players don't want to come play for a GM who's going to be that harsh. Um, I think you really have to worry about aesthetics of that. And your point of you can blame it on Gilbert, that gets out. Maybe that works for a week, but then that's a bigger PR nightmare if that comes out that, oh, you're playing this game on him. Also, bonus point, I think Danny Ainge is ballsy enough to say, oh, this is what you're going to try and do to me? I'm fine. I'm out. Do you know how many... There's probably a lot of places. They probably wouldn't have gotten a Kyrie Irving-type player, but they could have pulled out on the deal, and they could have made that deal in two months. Whenever Kyrie is saying, I'm not going to play, LeBron's saying, I'm about to leave, and maybe they pull off that trade without even giving them the Brooklyn pick. See, my thing is, first of all, all you need is a secret between Dan Gilbert and Colby Allman. Nobody else should know that, you know, it's a farce. It's a little Fugazi, Fugazi, whatever the Matthew McConaughey line is. It's all a Fugazi. You know what a Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a uh, fake. Yeah, Fugazi, Fugazi. It's a wazi, it's a woozy, it's a fairy dust. It doesn't exist. It's but, so that's one. You, you you have to keep it airtight, just those two. Only two people in the room. Then, the next thing. Players want to play for GMs who are cutthroat when it comes yeah, to helping want, their but team. But they don't want to play for crazy owners. That's half the reason dude, that Kyrie wants out. Dude, if you think LeBron... What do you think LeBron's going to say? He's like, yo, that boy called me Almond. Like, I, I'm going to keep an eye out on him. Maybe LeBron doesn't care about the Memphis yeah. pick. He cares about what the Memphis pick could get you. Yeah, but it's just... That just makes Dan Gilbert look worse. LeBron already doesn't look like yeah. Gilbert. Dude, it's not also, feasible. If you're if I'm a new kid on the block, I'm not here to kiss the ring of Danny Ainge. I'm here to let him know, like, yo, I'm another Messiah Ujiri. You don't and get you, a message. And with you me. got a, and you got a great trade out of it. I there was more. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. I agree they should have gotten more than the second round pick in 2020. I think they should have gone after Boston's 2018 pick, 
We've seen that late first round picks are pretty valuable. They can grease the wheel on a trade. Um, if you're packaging Tristan Thompson with two first round picks, three first round picks if you include the Cavs of this upcoming season. They don't have it, right? They gave it to Kyle, for Kyle Korver. They have their 2019 one. Oh, okay. Right, I would assume. Yeah, the um, 28th pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But I mean, you package those three picks plus a Tristan Thompson, maybe you can go get DeMarcus Cousins, yeah. right? Potentially. I, I think I, that I don't think you, so. you, you go after, you try and move that 2020 pick. Or you try and get more than that 2020 pick, but I think going after the Memphis pick or, or the Lakers pick or anything of that level, it, you just have no shot at it. Um, it wasn't on the table, and I think if you really go after it too aggressively, um, that's a bad look for your team. No, nah, I'd see, for me, that would have been, I, I thought Kobe Allman was in the best position to establish, establish himself as a major player in the league. You know, this was a defining moment. And if you're going to even start leaking out these complaints, then you better get something. It's a bad look if you leak out all these complaints and then you get a 2020 second round pick out of it. Yeah, definitely like, the second round like, pick was weak. If you're going to ask for something, ask for it or just shut your mouth and accept the trade. Yeah, yeah. I, I, de- I mean, that's going to be a 55th pick in yeah. the draft. It's going to be a most irrelevant hey, thing. Hey, never forget, get. Isaiah was the 60th. True, increasing in value. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that was the, Kyrie's conspiracy corner for the most part, the thing, right? The thing about Kyrie, he's gotten so much attention. Uncle Drew. It makes sense. He's a he's only 25. He has a celebrity figure in Uncle Drew. Best handles um, I've ever seen. Best handles I've ever seen. Maybe the best fit below the rim finisher the league has ever seen. Um, one of the best one-on-one get a bucket yeah, guys in the league. Incredible player. He's going to be as good as Russell Westbrook and James Harden are right now. I'm out we're, on that. We're, I'm we're out two, on that. We're two or three years away from. I mean, at, at 25, I, was Harden as good as Kyrie is right now? Yeah, but Nowhere how many? Close. How many guys are going to average like 30 and 15 or 30 and 12 for uh, an entire league? A year. I'm not saying he's going to get triple doubles. I don't think that's yeah. his game. But I think he's going to be as, as deadly of a scorer as either of them, and he'll be. He's not as good. Of, I don't think he's as good of a facilitator as either of them. He's also young, but we could see. But also, yeah, I mean, nothing Harden he's shown. wasn't this kind of facilitator at 25. Yeah, he was a much better facilitator. Like it, back in Oklahoma City, whenever he was running that second unit, uh, whenever he'd come out there and they'd actually play him at point guard and Russ at off ball. Dude, I'm. I love Kyrie. I think he's one of the most fun players in the league. But nothing he's done has shown me he can run an offense. I know he can get himself a bucket. That's definitely context-driven, though. He was the Cavs were worse when he was out there by himself. Yeah, because the whole the whole offense was just even Kyrie go play one on one. Well, I mean, so yeah, you could argue that's T Lou's fault, but I also think that's just Kyrie's default. Yeah, I think that's just, but also like if LeBron wasn't out there and Kevin Love wasn't out there, who was out? There? No, no, even when Kevin Love, whenever it was, yeah, they Ky- weren't great with him. And Kevin even Love whenever either. it was Kyrie and Kevin Love, no, it's just, I, I think that was more of a defensive issue than anything. Yeah, I also think Kyrie's gonna get better at defense. Um, mm. he, he has it in the tank. I don't um, know. I, th- I think I, I believe in Brad Stevens. That that's a big right? thing like, for me. I he had a good coach yet. I think T. Lou is, is okay. A, I think fine. he's a, he does a good job on defense at the very least. I think he's fine. I I don't. It's so hard to tell with LeBron. LeBron made <laughs> he's a living Mike system. Brown the co- NBA Coach of the Year. I, that's still one of his greatest accomplishments. Yeah. Honestly, that's right below coming back down three one in the NBA Finals. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the, uh, the thing about all this all this Kyrie drama and all this Kyrie attention, he wasn't even the best point guard that got traded this offseason. I'm blanking. Chris Paul. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forget that's considered that was a trade. Actually, it was great. a trade. It yeah, great. It was a, a trade. no. It was a great trade by the Clippers. Yeah, Clippers managed to kind of reset their team. They're going to be interesting this year. If they're bad, you try and move Blake Griffin for something, DeAndre for something, and just totally reset. But I think there's some Ewing theory potential. Shout out Bill Simmons uh, on this Clippers team. Uh, so first of all, I know some of you guys probably know this. We had an off-season Snapchat, a snapshot part one, and then part two never came out. We did record an hour-long episode of part two, and then. About eight hours later, Chris Paul got traded. 
and it just defeated us. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were broken for yeah, the rest of the offseason. Yeah, we were just like, you, you can't, and that was just, that was also part of it. It's like, as soon as we record something, Kyrie's getting traded. Yeah, and then we were happening. so, we were so waiting on Hayward. We knew Paul George was just, just happened. Like, oh, actually, I don't even think Paul George had happened. Even, I think Paul was the first domino. Yeah. By the way, Paul George and LeBron in LA is going to be so fun. It's going to be cool. <sighs> LeBron and Paul George? It's not going to be Paul George. I mean, it will be Paul George. Russell Westbrook and LeBron James are teaming up. They, you saw it. You saw it on their Instagram first, where LeBron posted a picture with Russell Westbrook and Carmelo, and they all three have their own hashtag: Stay Mellow, Strive for Greatness, and um, Why Not? Why not? Dude, and, Why Not is such a good. And they motto. all and all three of them pop up, populate a little emoji at the end of it whenever they post it. I know Strive for Greatness is a rocket, which, by the way, is hilarious if LeBron ever joins the Rockets. Yeah, the Why Not is a shrugging emoji. Why Not? Such a good yeah, like catchphrase. I just love. That they're also branded, and then they're also just like everything about Russell Westbrook has to be the type of player that LeBron loves. Just a dude who's balls to the wall, plays super hard, super athletic, doesn't care what people have to say. I think LeBron James is trying to figure out a way to play with Russell Westbrook, the reigning MVP, not Paul George, not Paul George and Lonzo Ball. He doesn't care about Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball will be great in six years, seven years, but that's outside of LeBron's timetable. Is it though? I, I think Welcome to the future. Well. <laughs> When LeBron's 40, he's all he's trying to do is playing with LeBron James Jr. <laughs> that's his, that's that, his definitely one I, of his goals. I would put so much money right now that LeBron will play with his son in the NBA. On the same team or just in the same league? Same team. Same team. Because LeBron's going to retire. The same team, yeah. He's going to retire one or two years before Bronny shows up, and he's going to sign on whatever team Bronny gets drafted to. <laughs> I believe that. More than I believe the, him to L.A., more than I believe any other NBA. Like, that's not even an NBA rumor yet because it's seven years away. But it may not even be seven. It might be five. No, it's definitely good. His son's like long. in seventh or eighth grade, something like that. Yeah. But he's going to be a one and done. He's a LeBron James kid. That's um, what they said about Michael Jordan's kid. Actually, they never said it about Michael Jordan's yeah, kid. Yeah, they never said that about that's, him. That, that's a tough um, He was solid, though. Dude. He had a the, moment. He played for Illinois. LeBron's going to be the player coach for uh, LeBron James Jr. and Zaire Wade. Dude. And he's going to run out his AAU Dude. Team out there. Is that your way? <laughs> Dwayne posted a picture this summer of him throwing oops to his son, who's like 14. His son can catch, he can dunk? Yeah, I'm mean, not well, but like. He can dunk? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it's a, uh, I mean, he's a future, he's weighed, you know? Dude, fun fact, randomly this summer, I can palm a ball. I can't do the full palm when you're holding it upside down, but I just picked up a ball and started palming it. It was crazy. I've never been able Dude, to do that you, before. If you get the grooves right, I can hold it for like three seconds. Um, But that's the extent Dude, of Dude, I was tiny, shocked. Of my tiny Donald Trump hands. It took me like 15 seconds to realize I was palming a ball. Um, back back to Chris Paul because we di- we diverted. Yeah. As always happens with Chris Paul, people start talking about Chris Paul and start talking about other stuff. It's I hate it. I'm sorry, Chris. Point God. Um, point God. What that's that 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 domino set off essentially turned the Rockets into this second, third most... Are they the second most dangerous team in the NBA right now? No. LeBron James is always one or two. Always one or two. I, I agree. I agree, but, man, if there's a team that's been knocking on that door, it's, uh... San Antonio? Who no, are, it's not San Antonio. San Antonio, who's San Antonio, up San Antonio is up 17. a four seed this year. San Antonio was up 17 in the Roracle. That's fine. It's, it's cool. Up 17. Cool. You're, small sample size. Small sample size. Um, it's a seven-game series. Everything's gonna be small sample size. It was the first game. We were killing it. Yeah, cool. So you had a 17-point run uh, comparatively to the, the Warriors. You're telling me that like they can't hit five threes over the course of four minutes and Dude, cut it they to were an eight-point game? No, they were like busting them. Kawhi was going off. By the way, were the Cavs ever up more than 17 points on the Warriors at any point in the finals? Ever, no. Maybe maybe the game, five, the game four when they just 
broke the NBA record for threes made. Oh yeah, maybe they were. Which is, fun by the way, hilarious that you have to break NBA records just to win a game against the Warriors yeah. in the finals. <laughs> that team is crazy. Um, but the Rockets, what they, well, really, what the Warriors did, what the Warriors did with Kevin Durant last summer, um, it, it's the nuclear arms race of the NBA. I don't know if we've ever seen it like this, where stars are just like, man, the only shot I have to win in the next four years, probably, or maybe two or three, I have to go play with other top ten players. And I think a big thing, so obviously, first of all, this all stems from LeBron James' decision and uh, player empowerment is definitely going to be one of his legacies like outside of the court yeah. no question he definitely led the push on that but I think Team USA has got a big part to play in this right totally that, that's where that's where the Heatles were first born was the conspiracy of the 2008 uh, Olympics everybody's hanging out and they're like yo let's all take three years deals and then they told Melo hey you should take a three year deal and he took a five year deal and then totally missed out on being able to get in on the arms race uh, until this next season where him and Chris are going to team up yeah and so that's a deal that the Rockets have to make they and that's the thing they have to bring in a third a third team apparently Portland that's what Woj was talking to Zach Lowe about was like Portland like people aren't talking about how much Portland wants Melo like they want him big time yeah but I'm saying that the Rockets need Mello. I don't know if they can make the trade for him they're gonna have to bring yeah they're gonna have to bring in a third but yeah the Rockets look phenomenal it's gonna be really cool to see and so that's the thing right like all these great players are like yeah we can always figure out a way to work together like we know how to ball it'll always work out that's easy to say in August not as it's even easy to say in March or April like beginning of April it's not that easy to say with three minutes left on the clock round two of the playoffs and you're down five What, what are you worried about and the Rockets, what are you worried about? It's just like, is Chris Paul really going to be cool with like playing off ball for the last three so. minutes of the game? I think he absolutely will be. He's never played off ball like that before. Yeah, but Chris Paul's smart. He is. He's smart, and he realizes, I'm 32. Yeah. James Harden's coming off like two or three seasons where he arguably had a shot at MVP. He, the, um, he sh- uh, I mean, I'm yeah, not going to say he should have. Yeah, because right, that's, like, that's like in a, implying he got robbed, which he didn't. It in was a, just, In a normal season, right, yeah. like MVP campaigns, like yeah. two of the last three years. Chris Paul's smart enough to be like, I'm going to let you shoot this ball right yeah. now. And James Harden, James Harden was broken down by the end of the year. You could see it. Mm -hmm. That ankle injury was definitely worse than what he was telling people it was. Like he was worn out. And also, like, and guess what? Now you can't do that to James Harden. You can't beat up on him because Chris Paul is dangerous. Um, Also, I kind of like that the team called Clutch City. Listen, I love Chris Paul and stuff team that called Clutch City, that their number one star has now created a record of choking in the playoffs, decided to get get over their hump by signing a guy who has never made it to the third round of the playoffs. Yeah. I love Chris Paul. I love Chris Paul. I'm telling you right now, he's one of my favorite non-spurs in the league. I don't, I don't but it's hilarious. It is hilarious that it's like, yo, no, the best way to get us over the hump, let's bring on the guy who's never made it to the third round of the playoffs. That, that's a that's a reductive <laughs> argument. I Man. hate it. Um, it's the truth. It's it is the truth. Um, yeah, but with that said, um, where does this end? Does the is this just the new normal for the NBA? I, I, no, I mean, I think, first of all, I think we are having, like, an overreaction maybe to the Warriors. Like, yeah, I think they're probably going to win and nothing, none of this matters this year. But it's like, everybody's acting like five years it's locked in. The Warriors are winning every year. Basketball is crazy and it's weird and things happen. Nobody saw the Warriors coming out, of, uh, like, becoming the Warriors in the first place. Like, things just organically, like, for all we know, like, Giannis is going to become, like, Will Chamberlain 2.0 or something like that. And, like, they're going to, like, very well mind. And they're going to draft, like, somebody or somebody's going to move. To they, already, they already did draft someone. Who? Thon Maker. Yeah, I'm not that high on it, but I think Thon Maker is going to be. Yeah, dangerous. listen, I think we just have to commit that he's going to be called Maker. Thon Maker. Yeah, I know that his I'm, name's I'm like something. I'm gonna like oscillate between them, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
But I do think there is also one thing that gets me really sad about this arms race. It just looks like San Antonio's gonna have to sit it out, which sucks. Yeah, they, they, until, they made the wrong move. Until Lamarcus, they bet too much on Coulter, not enough on stars. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is that Lamarcus was supposed to be a star. I mean, like when he was feeling it. Remember that one yeah, stretch of like sure. six weeks when he was being a top three player in the league, and he was just untouchable. Yeah, there was a there was a period of time where Lamarcus Aldridge looked like he might develop late into his career, like a Dirk Nowitzki style player. Um, like that that post that up turn around yeah that was unstoppable when he feel and now he's just like complaining screw lamarcus aldridge he he doesn't have, he doesn't have dirk's toughness like how are you gonna complain about touches and then you can't even like destroy ryan anderson one-on-one in a playoff series yeah and then guess what they just doubled down on patty mills hey patty mills is patty one, mills of, the best, is one of the best backup point guards in the league cool. if not the best cool now he's the one of the worst starters in the league uh, i mean <laughs> he's not a top 20 point guard in the nba no he's not but i mean we'll see how tony is, is danny green a top 20 shooting guard in the nba probably shooting guard's really weak shooting guard is really he really barely weak. held on to his job last year yeah shooting guard is really weak y'all but lost, no, y'all lost your, you, spurs your losing future, simmons your future starting shooting guard jonathan simmons yeah, that was Marcus Aldridge, Pau Gasol. Um, that's about as milk toast as it gets of a starting lineup outside of Kawhi. Every year, every year, people doubt the Dejounte Murray. It's going to be really good. I, I think he's going to be good. I think DeJounte Murray is their starter by the end of the season. Yeah. Or he at least starts at least 15 games throughout yeah. this oh, season. Oh, he yeah, definitely yeah, starts yeah. 15 games. I think he's their main starter by the end of the season. If not, he's their new off-the-bench spark plug guy. Yeah. He's been working hard this summer with Manu. He hangs out with LeBron. He's in the right NBA circles to be successful. Yeah. I, I think everybody wants to... I, I love that now you can just scroll on Instagram and something and be like, oh, yo, this guy's hanging out with LeBron. He's going to go off this year. Dude, I, I assume that. I assume if you're training <laughs> With LeBron, you're gonna be great. Yeah. Who you know who also changed with LeBron this summer? John Wall. Do you know who else I think is gonna happen? John Wall, Demarcus Cousins. So here's my thing again. Here's my thing against that. Dell Demps went all in on Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis. Like there's no more. We need to rebuild. We need to blow this up. Like there's no more. You don't get a second chance anymore. This was your yeah, last move as a GM. W- isn't Cousins a free agent this year? That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, he could walk. Dell Demps can't unless Boogie Sign tells him trade. he's gonna leave. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean the thing is Dell Demps is fired. If he trades Boogie Cousins, he's fired. No, I'm saying they're gonna trade him in the offseason. Sign and trade in the offseason. I think oh, Auto, Auto gotcha. Porter and Floatsum oh, okay. to go because they can't sign Cousins. They don't have cap space. Yeah, yeah. I, I think got they trade you. they trade Auto Porter to go get Demarcus. Okay, I get that. By the way, put it in the call right now. I'm expecting John Wall to go off this year because last year he was coming off a knee surgery. John Wall's a top ten player. Yeah, he's probably tenth, but he's a top ten player. I don't. I, he might be higher than tenth. Listen, if I'm starting a team and I'm just like, hey, you're gonna be my number one star in this team, I take. Okay, this is gonna. I'm gonna get lit up for this, and people are gonna be like, "Yo, you crazy?" John Wall is a better point guard than Kyrie Irving. He's not a better scorer. He is a better player, point guard, NBA player than Kyrie Irving right now, for sure. That is not controversial. All right. Well, it's like the, Kyrie gets a lot of love. Kyrie gets Although, a lot of if love. If I think if you'd switch them, I think Kyrie is a better player now than John Wall. If you switch their situations, I disagree. I think LeBron saved Kyrie's career. Like the path he was on, people forget. Like even the stats right before LeBron joined, those were garbage time stats. Like he was padding stats. I was watching some of those games. I mean, he what had been in the league what like three one years, and a half years. years with injuries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I love Kyrie. The dude's one of the most fun players to watch in the league by yeah. far. They're 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 they round out the. F- is Kyrie the fifth best point guard in the NBA? Uh, Steph, hands oh, down number one. Sixth. Is he the sixth best point guard in the NBA? So we got Steph, Harden, Russell Westbrook. Chris Paul Wall. Chris Paul Wall. Dude, by the way, Lillard does not get enough respect in this league. Meh. How do you average 25 and 6 and never make an all-star game? 
you play in the NBA West in 2016, 2017. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. He just Mike Conley has never made an all-star team. But Mike, Mike, Is Mike Conley a Hall of Famer? No, not even close. Why would I give he's, a Hall of Fame spot to a guy who's like not done much? Like He's a very good player. And There's I think, zero I think, chance I think Mike Conley's a Hall of Famer. I think in the 2000, if you played in the 2000s or 90s, we might be talking about Mike Conley as a Hall of Famer. No, no. There's nothing about him that's like, yo, this guy should be forever immortalized in basketball and basketball fame. Like He should not be on the same stage as Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. That's fair, but <laughs> sucks. Mike Conley's been a great player for I like his hair. five years. I like his hair, um, like goatee thing. Conley's a guy, I think, if you're trying to really, you're like, man, we're a team trying to make a run. Who do we target? I think Conley and Gasol are two of the most under- under talked about available players in the NBA right now. Right now, if you're if you're Memphis, you just have to admit where you are and you have to blow it up, right? Like whenever you let Zebo and Zach Rand uh, and Tony Allen walk, you're pretty much saying like this iteration of grit and grind Grizzlies is over. By the way, I agree. Nobody is more beloved in Memphis than Tony Allen. Like not Gasol, not Mike. It's Tony Allen. Whenever I go to drop off my sister at uh, at Rhodes up in Memphis, I go into you know restaurants stuff like that. You see Tony Allen. I see Tony Allen head cutouts. I see Tony Allen signed paint. Uh, uh, pictures. Tony Allen's the patron saint of Memphis, and he will be missed. Yeah, poor Zach Randolph had a little bit of a rough off season. Oh yeah, yeah, he's it was he's making a lot of noise. It was pretty loud off season for Zach Randolph there. Yeah. Um. He got a very cushy contract though he with did. the Kings. It's solid. I I kind of like what the Kings did. Bring in uh, Randolph and Carter. It's the it's what the Timberwolves and did George two, Hill. Yeah, it's what the Timberwolves did two years ago. We're like, look, we have all these young guys. We want to teach them how to win. Want to teach them good habits. Let's bring in veterans. Um, Same solid. thing that I, I think the Sixers smart. are kind of doing too. Uh, uh, Sixers had the best offseason. Well, I mean, if they stay healthy, if like if the Sixers getting, getting Fultz, who's perfect for your system, JJ Redick, perfect for your system. By the way, did you watch the JJ Redick uninterrupted mini doc? Of course. How hilarious was it that he's pretty much like his wife repeatedly said she only wanted to live in Brooklyn he asked like hey what are your top five cities to live in she said Brooklyn 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 and then his family lives in Brooklyn and then she said she's like we've done a lot of like she was talking to cameras like we've done a lot of sacrifices for JJ and he's like in the room he's like I think it's time for him to sacrifice for for us and JJ goes like I'm gonna take this 23 million from Philadelphia I mean, she could not have made her stance more clear, and, and JJ and was just like, like, "Yo, they're paying me like an extra ten million dollars <laughs> to play there. I'm yeah. gonna take that." Yeah. Um, savvy move by JJ before he goes and joins Houston on the three-year, fifteen million dollar deal yeah. next season. Yeah, dude, I, I like, and then also Denver front-loading Paul Millsap's contract, so it's a three-year deal, but it's a team option on the third. And they the got pay- a team option on the third. Yeah, I didn't realize that. dude, it's they're doing That's exactly what I do deal. in two K. I just overpay veterans on short-term deals. Yeah. That's all I do. I overpay veterans and I, I, I go like headhunting in the draft or in free agency every once in a while. Yeah. So, so every year you come into the free agency, you got like a ton of cap space. You always have to have cap space. Team chemistry is so overrated. Like, like uh, in TK. I in, T- in 2K. I disagree 2K. with that too. Um, all you have to do is schedule a ton of extra practices and you're good. You're good. Um, All right, but hey, by the way, since Steph Curry signed the max, we can officially put your conspiracy theory that he's leaving the Warriors to rest. Yeah. And now you can double down on Anthony Davis is leaving the Pelicans. I mean, I, that doesn't even feel like doubling down at this point. That just feels like a foregone conclusion. I, I wouldn't go foregone conclusion, but it does feel like a very Anthony Davis is going to be situation. on the Celtics. It's happening. They're going to trade the Lakers pick. They're going to trade Jason Tatum, and they're going to trade um, the Grizzlies pick, and they're going to get Anthony Davis. Hey, fun fact. I probably said this like five times already. Dell Demps hiring football trainers to be in their athletic training staff. So these guys work for New Orleans Saints as well. Two of them got fired from the New Orleans Saints because they misdiagnosed a broken femur. 
they misdiagnosed a broken femur. It was cracked, but we weren't sure. <laughs> yeah. And they're still on the Pelican staff. Yeah. Pelicans what a are joke. a trash franchise right now. Move them to um, Seattle. I feel bad for Alvin Gentry. Um, Why? He's about to get fired. Yeah, I feel bad for him. He's a likable guy. He's super likable. He might just be the best offensive assistant that could never be a head coach in the NBA. I don't know why that is, but... Yeah. Tex Winter. He was one of the greatest offensive assistants. He was Phil Jack. He was the, the real guru of the triangle. Wasn't he the one that just leaked all the Phil Jackson stuff for him? No, no. Phil Jackson leaked all the stuff to Sam Smith, who wrote gotcha. the Jordan Rules book. Phil Jackson, dude. That guy's read the Prince by Machiavelli. Dude, I, I am not trying to talk about Phil Jackson right now. Dude's out of the league. Thank Finally. God. Thank Thankfully, God. he's gone. I hate Phil Jackson information. Yeah. All right. What else is there? That was, we covered the arms race. We covered our conspiracy theories. Yep. Just wait. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have, have plenty. We'll have plenty. We're coming at, we'll, we'll be back, um, here in a week or so, uh, with information on the upcoming NBA draft. My favorite topic. Um, we'll as also well be, as start previewing the season. Yeah. It's pre season starts earlier, which means our previews start earlier. And maybe this year we'll finally break the tradition of giving our previews previews or a season preview one week into the season i mean it kind of feels like a tradition at this point i'm kind of tempted to do it intentionally oh by the way we graded so this is our second year in a row we created a scoring system we did an entire off off season predictions page zach beat me once again by three points this time on our predictions it was predicting playoff spots predicting awards predicting all nba predicting implosions beaming by three points what can i say i know the nba yeah, I'll get you again. I'll get you next year. That's one thing we should keep doing even after the show ends. I agree. Yeah, it's a, it's annoying to grade, though. I made it way too convoluted of a grading system. You just got to make it simple. Yeah, it's way too convoluted. Um, it takes me at least 20 minutes to grade There also person. should be bonus prediction points, but we'll get into that yeah. later. Um, that's all we have today. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, like us, rate us. Can you even like on podcasts? I don't know. You can leave a review. You can rate, review, subscribe. Um, let us know how we did in person. Tell your friends. Season. Uh, four season four all right y'all have a good one see ya good night god bless you